You're listening to a lifestyle podcast with Lavoni and Sarah. Our goals to inspire good health and well-being, empowerment, beauty and joy, offering support and friendship as we share our journeys in the hopes it helps you. Hello, my friends, and thanks for tuning in to what was once the Waiting Room Podcast. I'm Lavoni, and together with my co-host, Sarah, we want to let you know our podcast has changed its name from the Waiting Room Podcast to simply Lavoni and Sarah. Now, along with the name change, we're doing some rebranding and developing a website, all very exciting, and we'd love you to come along on this adventure with us. Welcome to episode seven of the Waiting Room Podcast. I'm Sarah, and this week my co-host Lavonia and I are talking about parenting and how to prioritise yourself and your own health when you're so busy taking care of everyone else and other obligations. You feel as though you're not only being pulled in multiple directions, but you just don't seem to have time for you. Um, but first, let's catch up on last week's goals. Lavonia, uh, what was yours? Remind me. Well, mine's mine's going to be like a month goal. Sarah thinks this is so funny. She thinks I I won't have anything left in my house. So what (laughs) I've done is I've taken, um, and it's probably a good thing, it's just February that I'm doing this in. So I wrote the numbers 1 to 25 down on a piece of paper, cut it up, folded them up, threw them in um, a jar, and every day I pick one out. And um, because last week, if you hadn't uh, tuned into last week, the podcast was about decluttering, paring down, you know, simplifying, just getting all that shit out of your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To to give you sort of a clear, clear head and, and it's working. But, um, so anyway, so I put the numbers into a jar and each day I pick one out and the corresponding number I have to throw the, uh, for the number I have to throw the corresponding amount of things out or throw them out or donate, or I have to remember this morning to drop the stuff off because I've got bags of, clothes and coats and stuff in the back of my car and I'm going to pick groceries up for a photo shoot so if I forget to drop them off on the way yes that's going to be interesting um but anyway so yes I've been doing this for a week now and every day I've drawn out like a high number I'm like oh (laughs) come on but it's so good like I feel really good because they're things that I have looked at and thought, uh, I'll use them one day. Like, um, yeah. do, do you remember? I don't. Well, I don't know. We always had when I was a kid those wooden bowls that you put. Mum would make a salad, and then you'd put the salad into smaller wooden bowls. Well, I've had a set of those. I like, got God knows where at some bloody right. junk sale or something that I went to. Um, oh, hmm. Sorry, I just had a weird message about charging this. Hopefully, my phone doesn't die. Um, anyway, yeah, so, uh, uh, those, I've had those thinking, oh, I'll use them for a photo shoot for something. So, you know, they went just things that either, um, didn't serve me. I didn't love, yeah. I didn't use, or that had some great sentimental value. One of the things I go, I go through my cookbooks on a regular basis cause I've got a ton of them. And, yeah. um, one of them I pulled out. And inside was a message from my mum um, oh, wow. from 1994 when I graduated culinary school saying, you know, she was proud of me and congratulations and da-da-da. And it was a book on herbs and spices. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's staying. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it feels, I don't know, you do feel lighter. People say that, but you feel lighter. It's amazing. It's, yeah, and it's so... And it does make it genuinely makes everything easier, doesn't it? Because it's just oh. organised. We've got a system. It's just I know. It's quite incredible. And then when I open a cupboard that I've done that in, because that's kind of what I'm doing. I'm either grabbing stuff I know that yeah. I want to get rid of, or I've like hummed and hard about it for ages, or I um, open a cupboard and clean it out, and and yeah. I forget, and I'll open a cupboard. And this feeling of just like, ah, oh, serenity joy. washes over me when I open it. It's so nice. So it's, That joy does spread because where I told you last week I've done my kitchen cupboards. Right. Or at least two of them. My son went to go and get um, a bottle out of one of the cupboards yesterday. And he went, oh, mum, I do love these whirly gig things. Like if I put laces <laughs> in there. He said, it just looks so much, it's so much easier and I can get to it. I was like, oh, oh that's know. good. 
he's finding the joy from my tidy oh that's as good well. <laughs> wow well i would highly recommend anybody that's finding it hard to get started on that journey yep. to do what I did and, and write down a number from 1 to 30 or 1 to 31, whatever the the um, month is. I think I might do it next month. So um, I'm, I'm still doing mine now, but not to that. Right, scale. right. I think, it um, forces I you do to do month. it. Yeah, exactly. So I thought if I can just do the things sort of a bit piecemeal like I'm doing right right and then because I'm really really busy with my work as well at the moment yeah, so I yeah. think from from next month which um it'll still be busy but in a slightly different way then I can then yeah give myself a bit of time every right day. yeah and that's what it is it's just dedicating a bit of time and it doesn't have to be a lot of time I mean I think I spent 20 minutes yesterday cleaning yeah. out a particular cupboard and got rid of a whole lot of stuff but um yeah it's but on really that note, feeling. last week, one of what my goals, yours? one of my situation was, well, it wasn't my main goal, but if we remember, we talked about my ironing. Oh, the pile. Bed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and as well as keeping up to date with everything that I'm doing each day, I was then trying to work through 10 things from this pile. I have news. I can now see bare oh, bed. <laughs> good for you. Wow. I still have piles of things which are ready to be used or to be put away or stuff like that. But from the actual pile of clothes that had never been looked at since about august wow folding because what happened they all got washed before my surgery which was the 13th of september they went in a big old pile then they got moved because my mum stayed in that room and then they got back put back on that bed again <gasps> and so it's just you know it's just sort of grown so i swear i kid you not i was putting ironing and putting away summer sort of dresses that were my over swimming costume dresses from wow. my holiday in August. So anyway, did that I has to make you feel good doing that. Yeah. Yeah. And I just did ten things a day, put them all away. So now all that's in there is the baskets that I talked about last week and some piles of clothes that are my son's that I needed to go. But before I can put those away, we've got another job. This is the thing. There's a I know, right? There. Yeah. I need him to pull out his all of his drawers. I'll do it with him. Go through stuff. What's staying, what's keeping, and then I can put stuff away because there's just not room at the moment. So that's a task for another day. But my goal last week was basically still decluttering and clearing and main focus on my office. Um, my office is not done, but what I have managed to do is um, at the weekend, we got some electricals and big boxes and things taken to the local recycling centre. So mm. that's created loads of that's space good. already. It's amazing um, how much of that, like cables and crap like that, that, yeah, just, that you just collect. Stuff like that. Um, but what I have been doing is some small and frequent decluttering. So yesterday, five minutes while I was waiting for the kettle to boil, I pulled out my, I've got some little drawers with bubble hats, scarves and gloves independently right. in, pulled them all out. And normally I'm ramming one in yeah, to yeah, the top and yeah. get in there. And I was quite ruthless. I was like, oh, but I love this one. I said, no, you've just got to basically... Do I wear it? How many bobble hats do I actually right, have? Right, right. my son needs? So I just kept, you know, like one, maybe two, if there was two favourites of a bobble hat. Oh, good for you. Into the space, put them all in a bag, haven't taken those to the recycling yet. Because right. Because my local recycling centre shuts on a Thursday and a Friday, so that's helpful. Oh. But anyway, um, so yes, I've done well with my goal. I haven't finished my office, but it is in progress so and do you feel lighter i feel lighter and i I love being so tidy and all right you can genuinely find things so i know now when my son says where's my because that's what they want right right i can go top of that drawer right where it is yeah just put it away and it's clear and i'm like was it in that drawer because it was so rammed in i don't know but anyway as we said last week it definitely brings you mental space oh gosh yeah and you know that system clarity yeah actually leading into parenting that's That's what i was gonna about to say that the where is the where is yeah because it's 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 always not just your day always so particularly i don't know there's lots of parenting styles and i'm certainly not going to blanket this for everybody because there is no right and there is right all we're all trying to do is do the best we can that's and get what, through the day. That's what my mum used to say. You know, I just try you know, and do the best I can. It's never going to be right. And I'm pretty sure that every generation will always criticise the parenting of, you know, the one before. And then they'll say, well, I'm going to do that differently. And then they're, you know, the next generation, so their children or whatever might then go, yeah, but I'm not going to do it that way. It'll just keep going full circles. Right. Anyway, we're doing the best we can. And I cope or manage or succeed actually that's I like good to succeed, succeed. 
um, because I've been on my own with my son since he was three, um, and I'm on my own, I've said about this before, but I don't see myself as a single parent. I'm just a solo parent at home because um, my ex-husband and I divorced amicably. Um, we co-parent in as far as we make joint decisions, which are the big decisions. Um, I'll go on to talk about that in a minute. Um, we share, you know, we've shared all of the big events in his life. We've been to um, all of the, the primary school things together. We are a family still. We're just a family that are living apart. We're no longer married. We're not in a relationship in any way. But actually, there's, you know, we've got that shared We've got that shared situation where right. we both love the son. We both equally love him. You know, we're, we're sharing that that raising of him. So I'm not a single parent. I'm solo parenting at home. Right. However, what that delivers or gives you as a challenge is, yes, my ex-husband and I share all of big decisions together, obviously, because it's about my son's future. How many decisions on a daily basis are there to be made that clearly are not a shared decision. You just have to make them and get them done. Now, this is not anything to do with solo parenting. I'm sure it's every single parent right. that just in that moment or, you know, like, oh my God, I've got to decide now. Probably a little bit more so with just being on your own at home because you don't have anyone to bounce that off. You've just got to make that decision, get onto it. But it's things like, you know, returnship has to be in today when he was at primary school or can he go or, He's got been invited to three things. Which one am I going to make that decision of? It's it's a it's a mental load actually that's never really recognised, and it's the things that happen that are not even thought about. So it's yes, it's for yourself, but when you're parenting or you've got a busy home, whether it's elderly parents staying with you, anyone, I I actually would say for this episode, it's not parenting as such; it's anyone that you're a dependent, a dependent, on. right? Uh huh even to some extent a husband or a partner you know right. because it's not unheard of that they also just allow that things to happen behind the scenes that they don't even think about you know it's right. it's things like that isn't it but i think that one of the ways i've succeeded is to be ahead of the game all the time as much as i can so it's particularly with running my own business i was mega busy you know making sure that his school stuff was sorted the dogs were looked after my business was running okay and at that point I was really trying to launch it all so I was working until midnight most nights you know it wasn't unheard of that I was doing that but it meant that he was still of an age that he needed to be bathed and put to bed so I sort of stopped it too late sometimes it was a panic I'm like oh my god it's seven o'clock and I've not fed the boy and he needs to have a bath and it was just like like this right what I would do is then stop at six hopefully do the dinner do the bath get him off to bed he wasn't brilliant at going to sleep, but once he went to sleep, he was really good at staying asleep. And then go back to work and work until whatever, 12, whatever time it needed to be to get it finished. But the way that I succeeded on that was to, to plan ahead as much as possible. Right. So it's things like, so this it feeds really well into the decluttering. It's a case of having the space to think about, right, He's got his breakfast sorted. Now I can go and do that. So there's there's lots of and there's lots of pushback on me going. Why wasn't he making his own breakfast? Why wasn't and still to this day I still do too much for him. I right, know I do. Right. But the way that I it's because I coped was to say I know that that's done. I know that he's had tick that off the list sorted. So I can do it probably three times as quickly right. as, as not worrying about it. And what I probably should have done is gone through the pain and the extra time there and then to make sure that he's got it all sorted. He knows how to do it. He'd then get into a routine. I wouldn't have had to thought about it. He clearly knows how to do it. Kids in general, particularly boys, are just lazy. So, you know, <laughs> that's fine. And each one of them needs a kick and a push to do something. But um, So that's how I, yeah, that's how I succeeded to get everything done was to to be prepared to do it early, to do it myself whiz around like a maniac half the time to get it done but I knew it was all done because I wanted him and I made life harder for myself he had a clean set of uniform that was ironed every single day right so every day he went to, to primary school or secondary school to that point with clean clothes on every single day because I was like no that's how you present yourself right but I didn't pay for seven outfits or five five complete outfits that I washed on a Sunday and then had them ready. I probably had two, maybe three, but I had to keep washing, rotating and getting ironed during the week. Right. Um, because obviously it's a uniform, it's a massive cost. So it was, it was, you know, the best way of doing it. 
And then, you know, things come along like sport. And I love the fact that he's sporty. But all of a sudden, twice a week, you've got... Yeah, you've got to take him to things. Rugby kit. You've got to take him there. And then you've got rugby or football kit coming home that needs to be washed. But actually, he needs it for PE the next day. And you're like, holy shit. Right, okay. Get that in the washing machine at nine o'clock at night. Get it on the radiator so it's dry for the next morning. And so I think, clearly, it's all doable. I have done it. Millions of parents do it. Um, But what you don't understand or don't give credit for, I think, is that mental load that's on you all the time. Right. It's constantly turning in the background. Yeah. Um, And it's exhausting. Uh Uh-huh. It is exhausting because of course that's just one layer that's just the practical layer isn't it but then got... you then you add to it you know if you're someone that that you know if they're tuning in you know that they want to get healthy want yeah. to lose weight then where do you fit yourself into the the whole thing i yeah. i mean my days from the moment i get up to the moment i go to bed are crazy busy and i have to make a disclaimer here by saying i don't actually well, I shouldn't say I don't have children because I have four stepchildren, yeah. but they're all adults and they're all, you know, great humans and they take care of themselves. But so, you know, I didn't raise little kids. I've certainly looked after them before. And I just think, I don't know how people do it. You know, I just, yeah. how do you fit yourself into that whole mix of things and, and I guess, you know, maybe if people are listening, they're like, okay, well, tell us. That's what we're listening for. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, approaching this as someone that doesn't have kids, breaking it down to small blocks of time. Like you were saying, uh-huh. you know, you get them fed or whatever or they're at a sporting event and or, you know, practicing a sport practice. Maybe that's a good time to take yourself it for is. a walk or yeah. if you've got something to work on, do that. I don't know. That's what I just think, you know, you've got to grab blocks of time when you can. Well, I saw a thing once. I can't remember if it was. I think it might have been someone famous, but I don't remember. But anyway, I thought, what a genius idea. They did it in their hallway when their kids were in the bath. Personally, I'd want to make sure that I could watch him. Right. That small, in, you know, you're not talking babies here. We're talking, you know, right, seven, older eight, kids. Nine, whatever, you know, yeah. older that is perfectly to be in the bath. But had an exercise bike in the hallway while they were in the bar in the bar oh, that's a good and I was like, well, you could even do that in the bath way sorry the doorway of the bar right room. where you could see them you could totally see them yeah and they're in there for 15 20 minutes or even longer i don't know whatever bath time is right there's no reason why you couldn't be just sat there pedaling away yeah yeah while they're having a splash oh we lost sarah a bit there oh no We've lost Sarah completely. Oh, there she is. She's back again. Am I back? Sorry. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. A little bit dodgy today. Um, But yeah, you could, you know, you can keep a really good eye on them because you're in the room with them. That would be a perfect 15, 20 minutes. Right. Just sit cycling. I bought um, a good few years back now, but an exercise bike, not that expensively um, from Amazon, actually. But, you know, that's a fold up one. It's not. Oh, yeah, right. You can can move. Easy to move. And actually, you could move it out of the bathroom easily again. And actually, if you're genuinely serious about making an impact on your health, I'm not suggesting I did do this, but I've now seen it since and thought that's a crack. Right. That would have worked really well. Yeah. Um, because what they want is a bit of chat time and it's a bit of downtime when they're having a bath, you know, and so actually you could still be there chatting with yeah. them. Um, yeah. So if you're serious, like you'll make 17. a way. No. Oh, <laughs> ooh, creepy. <laughs> uh, I think. We've moved past that moment. <laughs> Hopefully you won't listen to this and be like, Mom! <laughs> but it is, it's like, it's how much do you want to do it and snatching those moments of time. My mum was, I think, pretty amazing. She used to, she got half an hour for lunch and in that time she would jump in her car, race to the, the store, grab some shopping, come back to work and, you know, this yeah. is in Australia, so it's usually hot. She'd take everything that needed to be put in the fridge. She'd put it in, which was mostly stuff because we always ate fresh stuff, put it in the fridge, get it out at the end of the day. She finished at 5.30, come home, make dinner. I mean, there was no takeaway or, you know, frozen pizza or anything like that because she, 
one, she couldn't afford it. She was, um, she was lone parenting at, at home. Well, she yeah. just, she was, my dad was absent. So, um, yeah, she couldn't afford, that. yeah, she couldn't afford to just go and grab some Chinese takeaway or whatever. Um, but it was what she made was, you know, we always had veggies. It was always nutritious. And then, you know, we, my sister and I would have to get in and, and clean up. I have photos of me standing on a chair from when I was a really little, you know, drying dishes up. And then, of course, when my sister moved out when she was 17, um, she went to college and moved away. Um, Then it was all sort of, you know, up to me. The last mouthful would get in your mouth, your last bite, and that was it, up cleaning the table. But I think, God, you know, I used to be like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. And I I look back and I think, wow, Mum, that was pretty – amazing it gets me sort of you know choked up but it set a really good example I think even though I didn't have kids it set a good example plus she used to get us to you know we had to get in and clean and change I ironed from when I was quite young um because in Australia like England you know we wear school uniforms here in the states they don't but you know I had to iron my uniform and and Iron, you know, everything, my hankies and all that sort of stuff. Yep. And if I couldn't reach the sink, I, she, I'd stood on a stool and all that sort of stuff. So we were doing things from when we were, were really young. But I know a lot of parents just think, and I can totally understand this, it's easier just to do it yourself than have to try and explain it, it to someone. I feel like that when I get someone to help me with my work. Sometimes yeah. it's just easier just to just to get it done, get it done. yeah. Then then have someone come in that's not used to working with you. Um, yeah. That you know you've got to keep stopping and telling them, and then you lose your train of thought or whatever you were doing. So I I get why parents you know don't want to do that, but I don't know. I think multitasking is definitely you know the main the main load because you're sort of thinking right the washing's got to be on. We've got to be back out for whatever it might be, you know, school disco at this time. There was a time when my son was finished school, went to an after school club, and then there was a school disco all on the same night at the end of term. So I used to um, race home. Luckily, I only lived sort of 10 minutes drive away. Um, Cook an evening, like a, a fish finger chips and peas type dinner. Right. right put it on a plate put tin foil over it race back pick him up from after school club get him into the back of the car he'd eat this dinner off this little plate because i'd put all the back seats down so he could sit on like a, a flat surface eat his dinner that was a quick dinner get changed in the back of the car and then go into the school disco which was literally 15 minutes later <laughs> then i'd go home again and then come back an hour again later but it meant that from my point of view, he'd done after school club, which was, um, yeah, like a drama club. He'd had a proper meal. Right. Thought, well, he's gonna have to eat and he got to go to the disco. And he got to go to the disco because I didn't want him to miss out. Right. And so it's it, things like that. It's just that dashing around. And, and in that time, I'd probably put a load of washing on, sorted the dog out, you know, all of that right, sort of stuff. Right. And just to think, wow. And so that's when it's really hard to prioritise yourself. Yes. Um. There's probably people screaming, going, well, why the hell did you bother? Why didn't you just give him an extra sandwich? And he could have had that at the end of the day and then just picked him up after the school disco. That is all true. Right. Have done that or do well. the drive-through at McDonald's like so exactly. many people do. Yeah. yeah. No judgment. Um, but it's just, yeah. It was just, no, I mean, and quite honestly, it's, hindsight's a wonderful thing. You look right. Like, oh, why didn't I? Right. Why didn't I? It wouldn't have done him any harm at all. No. But in that moment, I was like, no, 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 I've got to try and do the best. And that's all you're trying to do is, is, is the best. best yeah, that's what my mum said to me. I, I saw, you know, something once that said there's not enough space to focus on everything in one go. So basically, you've got sort of your your work, your sort of family relationships type pod and then yourself. And only two of them really can be focused on at any one time, probably, because right. it's just too much of a load to try and do three. So if you're busy with work and home life is always going to be busy in one way or another, right. you get dropped off the list. Yeah. And it is true, yeah. because when you start focusing on yourself, you're suddenly using more time than you would ever thought of. Go, well, what's going to give then? Right. So does my work take a back burner? Does, you know, family life isn't likely to take a back no. burner. It's always so, going to be yourself, isn't it? Always. It's that's 
always going to be the thing that drops yeah. off. And so I think you're right. It's trying to find clever ways of, you know, weaving that in. And, and I think that, yes, getting up early, like we talked about, when, you know. Even if it's just 15 ago, minutes, really. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Nobody needs to, to put aside unless they're batch cooking maybe or something, but, you know, to get some exercise, just an extra 15 minutes. I used to yeah. work with um, a lady. She was uh, – this is when I first moved to Canada. Um, I was food editor for a magazine uh -huh. and then did magazine and the cookbooks and work with um, a design company. They used an external design company to do the magazine. And she had a couple of kids and she said – the only way that she can keep it together is if she does some cooking on the weekend and just pops yeah. it in the freezer. She said two hours, you know, she'll, she knows what she's going to make. She's got everything there and she does some stuff. So all she has to do then is just maybe throw a salad together, put a pot of pasta on or whatever. She's made mm -hmm. stuff. And, and I thought, well, that's a good idea. And then for exercise, when the kids went to bed, she had a treadmill and she'd run on the treadmill uh -huh. for a while just so she was doing something. Yeah, um, yeah. And then she would shop at a time when her partner was, her husband was there and um, so she didn't have to take kids shopping. Not everybody has that. I mean, my mum didn't, you no. didn't. Yeah. So you no. just had to take them, take them with you. But I think it's, you know, maybe stealing those um, moments and in those moments, you have to make yourself a priority. Yeah. I mean, it's so easy to put yourself top of the low priority list, you know, yeah, and, and feel and that think, sense you know, of overwhelm. It does, and I think it's it's picking moments, isn't it? I mean, it, it ebbs and flows through the year. So there seems to be busier times when the kids have a lot on, different ages as well. Things change dramatically when he got to secondary. I mean, he's at college now. We've moved well through that. But even at secondary, it was a different requirement to primary. Um, it never it never stops. You always sort of think, oh, well, they won't need me as much now. Oh, God, they absolutely do. But they just right. need you for something different. It's a different. So now it's, you know, it's we, we organise his work, as in physical job. He's got a job, part-time job. So it's working his schedule for that. He's his fitness because he trains and he's a boxer so if he's got a bout coming up that's a, a massive requirement driving lessons because he's at that age where he's just learning to drive college work you know then his social situation he wants to be here there or whatever right. so it doesn't stop it just changes um but as they get older you do get more freedom right and you do get more opportunity so i can see that i have a lot more opportunity now than i ever did to you know, when, 10 years ago, for example. Um, but then, you know, and as I said, it, and I'm sure that people that have someone at home that, that's dependent on them, whether it's elderly, whether it's someone with a disability, it's difficult because actually, potentially there is no change to their situation. They're always required to be doing what they're doing at the same level. So there's this, there's an argument that parenting is even easier than perhaps some of those situations. I, you know, I, I couldn't imagine, but you know, there, there is no break unless you get someone that comes in as a respite situation. It's a constant right. care situation. Is it a carer, for example, of, you know, a partner that's now needing care or something. It's just, um, yeah, it, it's a, it's a massive load on you and you do always then put yourself second. Yes. And and there's also the people too that have, um, you know, like elderly parents, but their kids have had kids. So then they're caring for elderly parents and their grandkids too. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, then I just say, oh, massive overwhelm. And, this, and I think it comes down to being organized, really. Like you were mm -hmm. saying, you know, you'd run home, quickly cook a meal. And, you know, I'm sure some people are listening thinking I'd never do that. Oh, that's fine. But I think that, um, you know, all the things really that we have talked about in previous episodes, like being organized and routine, I think yeah. that they are so important in this, um, says the woman that doesn't have any kids. But I just... I think the other thing that happens is that, sorry, but when you do find those few moments to invest in yourself, whether it is exercise, whether it's to have chosen some food that you're going to have for the next day or week, whether it's even a nice bath that you've managed to get, just get 15 minutes to have a nice hot bath. 
the mental impact on you is quite substantial as well because actually all of a sudden you feel like a bit more of a person again because what happens is you tend to lose your identity a little bit because you're so busy running around and you are so busy putting someone else first all the time you're a bit you know you to yourself you lose actually who you are a little bit so I think it really gives you a boost when you do these things for yourselves as well as the, the benefit of doing the exercise and eating well mentally it, it really helps as well it helps lessen the load a little bit because actually what you've done is created a bit of a restack because it's it's a bit like pain you know they've I've had it described to me before pain generally doesn't get any worse it's because it's a building block of pain that's sitting on top of the last one that you haven't locked back so it feels like it's worse but actually it's exactly the same amount of pain that your body's feeling it's just because it hasn't coped with it right and same with with load with parental load dependent load whatever it's a it's a building block so all of a sudden you get to this breaking point it's like i can't do it anymore because i'm trying to iron and i've got someone asking me a question overwhelmed else happening if you can just give yourself a reset for 10 minutes all of a sudden you'll find your coping mechanism is is a bit more equal again right and that would be more zen yeah you can just suddenly go you know what i'm not going to snap as easily because i can i can keep my patience a little bit better and we've all been there we've all lost our patience and snapped at a time that you as a you know as an adult or a parent you stand back and go i shouldn't have said that or i shouldn't have done that but what it was was the final straw um but really it was no more than it was this morning the thing that was happening whatever it might be right. but you've just got saturated haven't you right you reached the limit yeah that's that would be another tip is if you can find 10 minutes for yourself if you can make it something which is going to benefit you like a bit of exercise or a food plan or something that's great but just find 10 minutes and you'll be amazed at what that can do for resetting right and then i think too is um like saying no to things as well learning to say no that i think in that it's like setting limitations but something that i'm i'm sure that um because we all do this as a parent or not, is comparing yourself to others as well. Yeah. Like someone, you know, you take, you go to a sporting event or whatever with your kid and you think, damn, she looks like she's got her shit together. And maybe yeah. she doesn't. But maybe, you know, she's just, uh, you know, leaves things. Maybe she doesn't iron or yeah, it's exactly. the outward perception. Seeing back in my mum's day, she didn't have that you know, mm-hmm. looking on Instagram and seeing the kids all dressed so perfectly on their perfect oh, holiday and their, and their, <laughs> you know, that whole thing. And, you know, not knowing that, you know, maybe they have a nanny or someone comes in and somebody yeah. looks at that okay. and thinks, oh, my house is not like that. You know, let's be real here. But I think that that's so important is not to compare yourself to other to other people. I think the the benchmarks for any of us in anything we do in life is are they healthy are they happy you know are they basically cared for are they alive you know exactly I've got through I've got through (laughs) a day a week a year where we've succeeded you know and just doing the best that you can um and for ourselves too am I health happy am I healthy am I safe and cared for you like well if I'm not happy and I'm not happy towards that because if I disappeared again oh no you're good you're back yeah you did a little bit um you know if I'm not happy and I'm not healthy have I got a role to play in that you know because is it because I'm giving it all away to someone else yeah whether it's a partner whether it's a you know a a child whether it's a, a parent friends you know friends often have a massive requirement on us too don't they? because they might be going through a tough time and you want to give that support and you suddenly think jesus how am i going to fit that into my day it's really important because you want to give that support and stuff like that so i think that you've got to then put yourself at least as a chunk into that list right even if you're not of it at least give yourself a chunk um and then that's a successful time isn't it but you know what's funny because no, go on. I was going to say, you know what I've started doing? Because, you know, I um, parent a dog who's a very good yeah. little dog, but um, he likes to dilly-dally when he's outside, you know, when it's not snowing yeah. and freezing. And so I've started to do squats out oh. using the railing. And I thought, oh, because I don't just 
let him out and then shut the door and come back inside because, yeah. you know, even though our yard is fenced in, um, if we get deliveries, which I'm often getting and they open the gate and, you know, could let him out, yeah. da, da, da. So I go out there with him and um, I'm like, oh, for the love of God, will you hurry up? Yes. You're just dilly-dallies. Sniff, sniff, sniff. So yeah. I thought, okay, I'm going to, um, when I was recovering from my having my knees replaced, I would sit and do some exercises for them because there's a bench just outside the door. But now I've taken to doing squats using the railing. And um, I've been doing this for about, I don't know, a week or so now. And I'm, I'm feeling it. But that's what I do. I just keep going. You think that people look at you and think that you're trying to well, show nobody, how to squat? No, <laughs> nobody, <laughs> could see, nobody could see. Except our, I guess our neighbours could sometimes. But, um, yeah, nobody could really see, which is good. But, yeah, I just mm. just grabbing moments of, of time. But do you think that um, – you know, you were talking about focusing on like one or two things because for me, even just being busy in my day-to-day, yeah. you know, with work and household things and all the rest of it, um, is that whole overwhelm. I was feeling this yesterday. I was I was kind of a bit panicked thinking, oh, God, I've got this to do and I've got that to do. And I thought, oh, for the love yeah. of God, woman, just focus on one thing, just one thing. Yeah. And that's, you know, all you need to do, whether that was, you know, spending 15 minutes on the treadmill or getting a recipe tested or whatever, just one thing on your list, just do that. And that's, I don't know, I find lists are good too. You know, the tip that you gave us last week about this sort of chunking down an hour into 50 minutes of doing Mm -hmm. and 10 minutes then give you the opportunity that has been a bit of a game changer. Oh my God, it's so good. So um, last weekend... I didn't really plan out my whole day, but I knew that I had to bath the dogs. Um, so my littlest sausage dog, she's um, she looks like, oh, bless her, she's losing a little bit of fur. So we're trying to get to the bottom of what's going on. They think it might be a hormonal thing where she was spayed earlier last year. Anyway. She is so cute. Her. You should put a photo of her. Oh, she's just... She's so cute. Also the brightest little if anyone's got a dachshund then they'll know exactly what i'm talking about they are so bright are they really okay i didn't know that so they they look at you and you're like oh i'm done for here because she knows exactly what it is you're trying to get her to do anyway (laughs) they've been out they've done their business that was all fine oh oh, i'm I'm gonna tell the story okay yeah good yeah (laughs) so um (laughs) so they've been out they've done the business but she'd only had a wee i was like oh that's fine because again toileting Daxons is not the easiest because they don't like to go outside if it's cold it's wet foggy basically they're not that keen so well they've got just got those short journey. little legs too they'd get I know, and yeah really yeah, yeah anyway so it's been a long journey with her toileting and we're, we're making massive progress so that was all good so in we come and I've got my other dog who's lush he's a little miniature schnauzer Sid he's all fluffy I've got him in the, the, the massive butler sink bathing him she starts making a noise and like, ah, like this. I was like, all oh, right, hang on a minute, because she's really jealous. And I thought she was just kicking off. So I put, give her a biscuit and give him a biscuit because he's not keen on the whole haircut bathing thing either. Finished doing that. I turned to my right and I'm like, oh, God, I had my slippers on. But what she'd done is a great big poo right next to my right foot. Right. So that was what the complaint was about. Bless her. I didn't she realize needed to go out. She was just meant she needed to go. That's too funny. So I stood in it and I was like, Oh, and before I think I would have really lost my rag. So I'm like, oh my god, I've got a million things to do, and now I've got a right, right. Off the floor, and I was like, it's okay because I've got a block of time, and it's allocated, and it's fine. So right. how this phone gets used, it doesn't matter. I'm still even if it is cleaning up dog shit. Even if it is a Saturday morning cleaning up dog shit off the floor. So there I am, going, okay, never mind. So Sid's been washed, blow dried, all that sort of thing. <laughs> He's now on the floor. I clear up all the floor and it's like, right, Lucy, your turn. So she wasn't very keen on the bath, but on goes a medicated shampoo, do all of that, that's fine. And they their bedroom is in the sort of cloakroom utility room um, in my their bedroom. So okay. it's their, their bedroom. <laughs> their bedroom, there. yeah. So, so um, I blow dried her as well and that was all fine. And I was like, right, I need to go for a pee myself now before we then go out. So I was going to take them out because I know that they often need to go back out again afterwards. 
bearing in mind i've cleaned my slippers so i don't have i've got bare feet now because the slippers now been washed and drying and as i walk to go to the toilet i stand in another fresh <laughs> loopy poo on the floor oh my but now god barefoot bare livoni so i'm like oh my god oh that is so gross oh i can now. smell it that is so gross and I'm like, now what do i do because i've got Dog poo on my foot. Oh. If you walk. Yeah, right. Oh my God. Put your foot in the toilet. Oh my God. And I can bend over with my heel, but I'm not brilliant at getting to the actual floor yet. I can get near, you know, I can touch the floor. Oh God. Real effort for getting. I was like, oh, for God's sake. So getting my socks on is not that easy. But anyway, I had to clean my foot, clean the floor. Flipping egg, but anyway, we got there. But I did think to myself, well, I coped with that quite well. But I think the reason I coped with it quite well is because it's still in my chunk of time. Right. If I then thought, bloody hell, I'm supposed to be taking Henry to wherever in ten minutes, and you know, because I if I cut time too short, that's what creates stress. Yeah. If I tried to squash that job into time that I didn't really have. It would have been so stressful. But allocated, when, you allocated the yeah, time to do that. Because it happened, you can never anticipate, like, right. dog crap on the floor. No, that is gross in bare feet. It is totally gross. Anyway, it's all right, everyone. I disinfected my feet. I was fine. And the but, floor. <laughs> and the floor. And her. And I was like, Ugh. Um But I think that's another learning is to try not to squash too much into too short a time because it just makes everything so Well, that's setting unrealistic goals, isn't it? Yeah. You know, that comes down to that. It's fabulous how everything slots in. So, yes, it's allowing amount of time. It's using the technique that you talked about, the 50 and the 10 minutes within your hour. Um, It's also then because decluttering and organised, because I decluttered that space in the utility room, the butler sink was clear. I had the dog shampoo there. I had my... Everything that I needed was there. Right. So I wasn't then thinking, oh, dear God, how am I now going to clear this up? How am I going to – because I had it all there. Right. Because it clear and I cleared out. So Organised. Nothing in life is going to be perfect. Nope. It's just not. But if you can make it as organised as you can be because you've cleared out things, you've created time space for yourself, you've created mental space for yourself – it does make a, a difference. difference. And, um, you know, and, and just starting small with that, it's not like you yeah. went and did all of that all at once or me doing well, it no, all at once. The room's not clear. It just meant the bits that I was going to be then using and that space were all there. And you knew where they were. Yeah. yeah I find doing that whole block of time thing, and as a parent, I don't know how well that would work, you know, if they're at school or whatever, probably great. But yeah. – knowing that this is what I want to get done in that 50 minutes makes me work harder. I, you know, I won't pick up my phone and check my email or, you know, what was that text message? I'm like, nope, this is my 50 minutes. Yeah. I'll do that during my 10 minutes, you know, after this. I think it would have helped um, back in the day when um, my son, homework was the bane of our life. He just, he hated to do it. To- well, it's, he finds it very hard to sit still and to focus. Right. Um, Sounds like me. And so, yeah. So we used to get around it, even though it really doesn't play to my strengths, because I can't, I think I'm at the other end of the, the line to him. So I need to be sat completely still, focus on one thing, get it done. He needs to be moving all of the time. And um, we, we're just opposites right. from that point of view. But I got one of those huge, I think people use them for pregnancy when you sit on and you can bounce those great big balls. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Balls things. So he used to sit at the at the kitchen table on one of those Bouncing. and then slightly bounce. And right. I'd be like, I'm going to lose my bloody shit in a minute. <laughs> like, you could see the can movement. You just, can you just sit still? still. And he's like, yeah, it like this. And then I was thinking, like, Sarah, this is how he gets through it. Just let it go. But there were times when I'd snap. She'd go, right, that is it. Just sit still. Right. Get this but I, what I was going to say is I think that it would have been a good technique, which I didn't do, but maybe it's worth recommending to people that are struggling is to do that for for them when they're doing their homework set this 50 minute block of going right you need to focus get it done in these 15 minutes and then you've got 10 minutes when you can go and do exactly what you want right. and play with your lego that's a great idea put the football around get a drink 
and then then after that henry we're then going to go and get our bath before bed or whatever it might be um but i think that would have been really focused because we would spend about three hours doing homework two and a half hours of which we're discussing are we actually going to get this started and the last half an hour we would actually get stuff delivered and get it done um but it's such a drain because it's you know it's it's really massively time consuming every day to get this work done and we just it's i never did it for him he just needed someone there to help prompt him work things out a bit a bit of company that's the other thing when you're solo parenting it's the quiet home you know it's and he hasn't got any siblings here so it was well, that it's sounds kind of quiet that sounds good Instead of four kids fighting. (laughs) Yeah, but you say that, but then everything is on you. You You're the one that's got to be there to do the entertainment factor. Yeah. You know, exactly. Or the sort of stimulating or the challenge or the support or the, there is, you know, it is all on you. Right. And as much as we've created a fabulous close relationship, there are, there is, you know, hands up, you give up a lot as a parent to do that. Every parent does give up a lot. Right. But, you know, in that situation, I couldn't go or go and play with your brother or sister for half an hour while I go and do whatever. It's 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 all on you. So, um, you know, everyone's got their own story and, and how it works. But I think as a as a tip, I would definitely recommend giving that a try for homework the block, for people that are struggling. Yeah, yeah the blocks of time. Block, yeah. Good idea. And I mean, this... I'm sure people do it, get organised the night before. I don't know. I think that makes a huge difference to the next day, even if it's just getting bowls out for cereal or fruit or whatever or having having things there at the ready so you can just grab them, know where they are because I'm sure – uniform or the clothes things so it's like we spoke about right when i had this big pile and i'm like where are my boxes I'm get like, stuff out yeah get stuff the out the I've night now before got baskets or before i used to then have them exactly that you know have it i knew it was ironed i knew it was ready or it, even if it's just on the dryer i knew exactly where it was right so that it was a case of just lifting it and then saying right there's your clothes to get ready and all that sort of stuff um so yes i think prep is definitely a, a top tip of whatever that might be. Yeah, whether that's meals or clothes and meals, I think, are the the two big things, aren't they? Just trying to find stuff. Bags. bags Sports bags, school bags, you know, all of that stuff. Get all of that ready. So in the morning, really, they've just got to stick their shoes on, their coat on, and and then go. And then, you know, another thing we were saying too is, you know, maybe trying to get up just even 10 minutes earlier just to have that yeah. time for yourself because 10 minutes or 15 minutes of doing some form of exercise is better coffee, than nothing. A little bit of exercise and have a coffee and go, right, now I can start my day. Right, yeah. You almost like sort of steal yourself and go, right, come on then, you're going into the battlefield. <laughs> Here we go. Here I go. Oh, it's, gosh. And, it's, it's that as I said you know that unspoken mental load is is there's a lot on you as a parent potentially just a woman I don't know that whether that's fair or not but you know it's 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 thinking through those extra things that you're carrying around this mental load all the time without even really re- you know giving it any recognition um you're always thinking through like god what what's for dinner what time I've got to pick them up all of those things while you're trying to do your working day for goodness sake while you're trying to actually carry out a proper you know a job right two jobs you've got a, you've got a job a home because that's a full-time job trying to do that and that's the difference in some generations isn't it in pre- generations gone by there was predominantly the woman but someone at home doing that job because it's a full-time job looking after the house the, the children the the food that all of that stuff now we're doing that as well as going out to work um and so it's it's a massive difference, a massive requirement on a woman or whoever the, the main person is that's layer doing the upon layer. In the home. My my yeah, husband so I, raised four kids. I don't. I just and he said they would on some days each one of them would have like a sporting event or yes. a you know training or whatever to go to, and he said they were all in opposite directions. But yeah. he used to stop and buy groceries on the way home from work come home, make their dinner. And he said, he said to me, says to me, well, you wouldn't necessarily approved because, you know, might've used a packet or something. And I'm like, no, that's not the case at all. He still threw some fresh stuff in there, but you know, those kids still remember things that dad made, especially his, his daughter. She will, 
you know, still talks about, oh, I used to love that when you made, you know, like your chicken enchiladas or, you know, just yeah. various things he's made. And, and they remember that. And I think, you know, that's really nice. But, uh, you know, he would do that and then clean out the chicken's coop and like, oh, my God, how do you do it? And then I freak out when I'm away or on location and he's looking after our dog or takes our little dog to work. I'm like, oh, I'll be really careful. Do this and do that. And then I <laughs> say, and then I say, oh, sorry, you, you managed to raise four kids and they're all still alive. So, you know, um, I'll just retract my statement. Yeah, exactly. yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, what are we, um, what are we chatting about next week? Where, is that oh, relationships? I think actually this is, yeah, I think that would be a good, um, a good topic following on from this actually let's talk about relationships and it might be a chunky topic so we might have to perhaps split it into, into two, two parts I think the relationship with yourself and relationships outside of that so whether that's you know uh sort of marital or partner relationships friendships families i think there's a, there's a lot to talk about with relationships right there? and how you know the the whole weight thing and how how you feel about yourself? I think I think Massively to start affected. with, it, it's going to be probably yeah. the relationship we have with ourselves. I think we should start there. Okay. Because mine's yeah. pretty shit, I think, but I am working on it. I am a work okay. in progress. Um. Huh. So, and I think that that how you your relationship is with yourself, then, and how you think about yourself, then you know trickles through to all the other relationships that you have in your life. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So uh, that's for next week. Now, um, for those that don't know that are on Instagram, make sure that you um, go and give us a follow, the Waiting Room Podcast. We're on Instagram. And I have, um, or I am in the process of starting a Facebook page up, so I'll give that to you next week. Um, okay. We need to uh, chat about what are your goals for this coming week? What are your... What are um, you doing? It's I'm I'm changed my focus, Livoni, and it's it's suddenly kicked in for this week for me. So I'm going to absolutely follow this through next week. I think all the things we've talked about before, with regards to intent and what you're doing and routine and mindset, have suddenly started to click in. And this is exactly what's ha happened with parenting. I went with my son to um, a boxing event at the weekend. He wasn't competing, but we went to support his local club. And it was a much younger age group than him, which is why I wasn't competing. But there were young kids there from 11 to 15, boxing and competing. And I looked at them and thought, oh, my God, they are willing to commit to the work that needs to be done to be in that ring. It's a massive thing to be in that ring competing in their fitness. And I could see how fit and strong they were. And that is because they have decided that that's what they're going to do. Right. And I suddenly had this thing washing over going, have I truly decided that that's what I'm doing? Am I making the commitment? Yeah. Am I just doing this and then I'll do that? And I think all of the things we talked about fell into place a bit for me. And I go, and that is all made for, at the moment with this umbrella of, I need to decide that this is what I'm doing. Right. That is what That's the change. intention that you've talked about. My God, exactly. And my God, has it changed this week? Wow, that's I've good. really, really noticed the difference. So next week, my intention, my goal is I'm going to be for a whole week make that decision every single day and let's just see what happens at the end of that week because Ooh, I can see I like that. what's happened this week I'm different already after just where are we now so that was Sunday so four days right um, massively different already. oh I'm stealing so, that that's going to be my goal can that be my goal too of, along with it. still um drawing my numbers out of the jar to to yes purge yeah I'll still, oh yeah i'll still be doing the decluttering i'll still be right. doing the routine and all of that sort of stuff but it's funny that all happens because i have decided right um, decided on a and, commitment and be yeah. um mine is is yes i'm stealing that so i've decided i've got the intent and i'm going to be i'm going to keep doing it i'm not just going to do it for a day so every day for that week and like you said and see how you felt great so that's what i'm going yeah. to do make it conscious and persevere for starters and commit to myself and commit to doing that and yeah you decide what i've experienced these last four days is your decisions are so much your small decisions are so much easier right because i have decided 
I'm not like, well, am I going to do that? Half heart, half hearted. This is like all in. I don't have a decision to make because I have already decided. Right. So I have decided that I'm going to eat particular sort of nutritious food and how I'm going to manage that. I've decided what exercise I need to do to make a difference. I've decided all of these things and it's just fallen into place as well as even just the small amount of space that I've created because the decluttering that needs to still be happening. But, you know, it's, it's a well-being situation, but over all of that, let's just, yeah, I've decided okay. I'm going to have a whole week next week. Oh, that's what I'm going to do. Well, I'm going to check in a minute and, you know, see if you're doing that. What, um, well, you will be cause you've decided to do it, but you yeah. need, maybe, you know, you need to check in with me. Um, what, are you cooking this week? Are you cooking anything fab that I need um, to know I, this about? This week I've done, yeah, this week I've done some very similar meals, but I'll do some more next week because I'm enjoying. I've done some salmon in a little tin foil sort of parcel with uh, fresh lemon slices and chili flakes and then that just put good. that in the oven. So really fresh, really clean. And I've done it with, I'll, I'll change it up, lots of different vegetables. So I had um, purple sprouting, I've had asparagus, um, some fresh, you know, what, what rainbow carrots is that what you call them? The oh, the different, yeah, 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 yeah. Those, um, I had some last night. I had it was just a pack, but um, winter grains, so I put that on the side of it and it was delicious. Oh, nice, I think just different pulses and things. So, um, I'm gonna do more of that next week because I can, I know what I'm having, and I've been having chicken salads and I've been having eggs for breakfast. Um, so I've been eating really well. Yeah, Good really well. So That's awesome. more of that for me. What about you? I have decided in all this simplifying thing, you know, mm-hmm. with the paring down and the, the trying to be more minimalistic, um, yeah. that I'm going to do the same thing with my recipes. Okay. So that was something that I decided yesterday. Um just to, to make them more simple, not so many ingredients, which is hard to do. It's easy to put, mm-hmm. oh, it's easy to put lots of ingredients in a recipe. So, you know, maybe more, not more than 10, which you think, well, that even sounds like a lot, but yeah, you know, so 10, just simple, whether it's throwing in a slow cook or whatever. Um, I did do the marinated eggs, which Sarah, when I mentioned okay. Sarah's like, marinated eggs, I've never heard of that. And then, but they were so good. Um, so they'll be on the um, my website, um, just in some soy and ginger. And then what I did was cook some rice, chopped up um, cucumber, radish, um, some green onion, and then I just made little bowls, marinated Okay. Egg bowl. Well, as soon as you've got that recipe up, I will be doing that. That's my commitment for next week. I'm going to be yeah, doing that. Yeah, good. I am so fascinated to give this a try. This <laughs> marinated eggs. Like well, they so don't look very pretty because they've got that brown, you know. Oh, that's okay. But I mean, I but they're care. delicious. Um, oh, yeah. So there's that. Um, so I made those. I made a, a pork and mushroom ragu, which was so simple, nice. but completely delicious. And I'm doing um, a coming up next week. I'm going to do like a a one pan fajita tacos, if that even makes sense. So it's not fajitas because I'm not doing the whole sizzling pan to the table thing. No, but it's all those fajita flavors with the onion and the peppers and chicken. Um, Livoni, that's very Mexican. Are you sure? I know, right? You'd think I'd be. Oh, oh! I finished not, testing oh, the Mexican done. recipe. Yes. <laughs> I am in um, a week or so, I am going to be uh, food styling it. But that's okay because I have someone quite yeah. fabulous. She makes the, the food and then I put it together and somebody else takes a photo of it. So, um, okay. yeah, so I'm doing, you know, something like that, which is a one-pan thing. It's got some cheese on it, some coriander, cilantro, um, and then, you know, you can get your uh, warm tortillas and put it in that if you want oh and it's got this really good avocado sauce that you just whiz up in a little blender delish so that's um that's coming up yeah yeah and last time i made thai veggies what else you do i'm doing a bit of self-care this afternoon i'm going to get my hair sorted out sarah's sarah's running her fingers through her hair at the moment yeah there's silver that's shining away just to remind me that going to be 47 in a couple of months right so um yeah so i am really really busy with work but i was like you know what i'm just going to go and get that done so this afternoon so i might even share 
hope I don't look too silly. The, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, so please do. The, the oh, good for you. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that this afternoon. Yeah, that's you good. Hairdo, that always do, makes so you feel good, right? Doing that. Different. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Make sure you subscribe uh, to us on your favorite podcast. Podcast. I like calling it that. Podcast. <laughs> Um, podcast platform. It's because I'm trying to say those two words. Uh, but thanks, thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye.